from round the corner to your street and neighbourhood. This is Pablo for breakfast. King of the Nerds, he is back with us after a couple of weeks sabbatical. Uh, Adam Ross, good morning. I'm making a comeback, Pablo. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, this movie, let's start with the movies because this one has been extremely popular. Every time I fire up Netflix, it's recommended to me. I think it's number one potentially at movies at the moment around Australia The Mother, Jennifer Lopez. It is. She's on a rampage. She's on a rampage. Look, um, <laughs> look, I, I got a bit of time for Jenny from the block. You know, like I mean, people rag on her because you know, like she's straddling two worlds as a pop star and as an actor. But people forget that Jennifer Lopez made some fantastic movies. You know, things like U Turn and Out of Sight. And so, look, let's make you know, let's not mistake this. The Mother is a Liam Neeson film, basically <laughs> starring Je- <laughs> Jennifer Lopez. Right? It's got a preposterous plot so basically uh, a woman who's known as the mother she's a u.s military operative is having is having an affair with an arms smuggler and an arms dealer and then they end up getting embroiled in child trafficking while she's pregnant then has a fight in a house on fire and then gets her child taken off her and put it into like fbi protective custody that's the start right you know so like uh so this gives you know this gives jlo an opportunity to flex all kinds of muscles on this basically when she gets reinvolved in her daughter's life and needs to protect her um it's kind of this is directed by nikki caro who gave us um whale rider of all things and mulan but it's it's punchy uh, look i mean this is this is trash cinema in a kind of good way well i mean like for me this is real beer and pizza stuff like you know jennifer lawrence did uh, not jennifer, jennifer lopez firing a sniper rifle riding a harley davidson I'm kind of about this stuff. So, you know, it's got a kick-ass soundtrack too as well. It's got like Portishead on there and Grimes and things like that. It, it's it's all style, minimal substance, but it's um it's hyper-violent and really kinetic. And so if you're willing to go, you know, with its crazy plot structure and, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of peak trash Netflix. So, yeah, I had a good time with this, surprisingly. Uh, now, Jared Butler, at one point in time, I think he was the sexiest man in the world. I'm not sure if he still <laughs> has that title, Adam, but he's yeah. back on a plane. He's uh, Look, he's very gruff, you know. Uh, look, I mean, plane, man, this movie's even crazier than The Mother, right? Because The Mother has got some kind of tonal shifts, you know. One minute, you know, J-Lo's hugging her daughter, next thing she's blowing away guys with shotguns. But Plane's even more nuts. So so Plane starts with uh, Jerry, you know, our man here, as, as, as Brody Torrance, a Royal Air Force pilot, and he is extraditing. A criminal here, played by Mike Coulter, who's got the biggest arms I've seen on in a in a film for quite some time. But uh, anyway, so there you know, so a bit of con air here. You got you know, you got someone bad in the air, and guess what? The plane goes down. But when it does, these two have got to uh, you know, they got to kind of become brothers in arms. And the chaos that they kind of do in this film is kind of mind blowing. So this, the director here, Jean Francois Richet, I don't. Don't know if anyone told him no, because this movie jumps through about, you know, I mean, it's a hostage drama, it's a plane crash movie, it's a survival movie, it's like kind of political thriller in some ways. It's hyper violent. It, it really it kicks a lot of ass. It's kind of like an old school Stallone movie. But look, you just absolutely yeah, put your brain in luggage when you book into this flight, right? Like you know, because you just you're gonna have to go with it. But it, it's so over the top that by the end, I was giggling at its audacity, and I actually had a fair bit of fun with it. Uh, now, 
Over the weekend, I got sucked into the UFC world. I've never, ever watched a fight. This has been a sport that has just not been on my radar, but Forever McGregor uh, cropped up on Netflix. I watched all four episodes back to back to back to back. I loved it. I mean, he's a nutcase, but uh, he's a lovable nutcase. And now you are making your UFC de- debut <laughs> soon, have <I? laughs> Never, never. Um, I mean, look, I, I'm like you, and, you know, we've had extensive talks about this in the past that I think that, you know, the quality of a documentary, especially a sports documentary, is how much it gets me on board. And I'm the same with the UFC. I mean, I'm not very big for blood sports. I like boxing movies, like, you know, Raging Bull and Cinderella Man, but watching two guys beat the snot out of each other makes me a little bit cringy. And so, I mean, I know McGregor's reputation and I've seen him as, you know, basically the cockiest human being that's ever drawn breath. But watching this and watching, you know, like, I mean, just the level of dedication and just how on he is. And when you realize where he came from too as well, you know, like, I mean, and this really single-minded belief in himself. Um, yeah, same. I got really swept up in this and it made me wince seriously, mm. like a few times. I mean, like this guy has sustained some, you know, I mean, you're going to get injured. <laughs> like It's going <laughs> to happen. But I, I do like... Love, you know, like, I mean, um, you know, I love this kind of insider baseball stuff too as well about, you know, what their programs are, how the, and the science and the technology that they use to heal, mm. you know, like, um, it's really kind of fascinating how a small army basically, you know, is propping this person up. The money involved is just nuts too as well, you know, so like, I mean, how does that not change you? But yeah, I mean, like Connor, Connor writes a lot of checks and now and then he's got to cash him. And watching this guy trying to step up to a legacy that he made of his own, it is. Yeah, it's very interesting stuff. And he caught me off guard a couple of times with some pretty profound statements. And I guess that's why he gets in the ring and he, and he wins. He said something about, I never want anything, I have everything. And I was like, oh. Damn, didn't expect that from a Conor McGregor uh, yeah, you, yeah, he's he's become this kind of like modern Muhammad Ali, yeah. like where, you know, you just, you know, you give him a microphone, man, and like, and he just goes off. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, he's really, he's brought, he's brought that bravado back into sport. Like, yeah, it's, it's interesting to watch him go off. Uh, now, the last one, Bros, has dropped on binge. Look, if I'm going to give you three hyper, you know, violent films and stuff like that, you need a bit of a rom-com at the end, a bit of a palate cleanser here. But um, Bros has just dropped onto Binge. And I, you know, i got a really soft spot for this movie. Um, effectively, this is the first mainstream gay rom-com studio comedy. So Billy Iker here, uh, you know, writes and stars and you know and he plays bobby a, a guy who's kind of like it's pretty confident in his singledom and he's got you know he's got like kind of self-justifications for very aspects of his life but then when he uh when he meets a guy who is you know basically luke mcfairlane in this place the most attractive guy that's ever lived so the whole audience falls in love with him at the same time but so when bobby meets his character aaron it kind of challenges you know all of his um, preconceived you know, ideas about singledom, about sex and about love. And basically, you know, I, this is, I think this is an interesting rom-com, not only obviously for its representation, but as a exploration of, of allowing two people who have got very different views of the life, how you kind of cohabitate, how you work together. You know, like, I mean, 
we're living in an age where we've got, you know, the highest divorce rates. We've got all these problems. Like, at what point do you just accept that the person you're dating is into different stuff to you? They've got a different temperament to you. You know, like, I hadn't really seen that represented successfully in a rom-com. And watching this, going like, look, instead of trying to be the same person, why don't we just, like, embrace each other's strengths and we become a team? I thought that that was actually quite life-affirming and that's something special about this film, Bros. But, yeah, I think it's, um, yeah, it's a cool film. It's got some really great cameos in there as well. You know, I mean, this comes from the kind of the Apatow factory, so you're bound to see big stars in there too. But I thought it was really funny and, yeah, pretty groundbreaking. Some great recommendations to sink your teeth into while you kick back on the couch this weekend. Uh, Adam yeah. Ross, always good to catch up, and we'll see you next week. My pleasure, Pablo. The feel-good start to your day. This is Pablo for breakfast. It's